The shir that I'm about to uh, about to give is a tamsis, a an abridged version of the shir that I gave in Sefi Yeshua before Pesach. So I probably should have tried. I probably should have given this, uh, recorded this uh, immediately afterwards. But things were so busy, Hashem, before Yantiv that it wasn't really possible until now. So, which is always a problem because we were in the middle of the sugya and now it's already a couple of weeks have passed. So I'm going to try to go back into the Indian. I don't remember all that we spoke about then, but this is what we're going to do now. This is where we are now. This is where we're holding now. We're learning, we're learning the absolutely remarkable Hakdama of of Rapsodika Karmelublin, the Sefi Yeshua, that we have this chus to have a few pages of a Hakdama. And through this Hakdama we're going to Mitrashem understand in a very, very deep way the place of Yeshua in Tanakh Bechlal and presently in our lives. And through that, we'll be able to, Mitzvah Hashem, on our level, to hold on to Yehoshua and to return to Yisrael. Rabbi Tzaddik was explaining the Gemara, really, this entire Agadama <coughs> is an explanation of the Gemara in the Dharm we were learning last time, where the Gemara says, the Gemara is telling us that there's something unique about Sefi Yehoshua. That if not for the Chet Egel, if not for the sin of the golden calf, and if we would not be living in a world of sin, ideally, the Gemara says, all we would need the five books of Torah and Sefi Yeshua and the book of Yeshua not any of the other books of of Nach only Sefi Yeshua and the Gemara says because Sefi Yeshua Sefi Yeshua is the gift of Eretz Yisrael the Kibush, the conquest of the land the dividing of the land and so on and then the Gemara brings the Pasuk, Kibiroiv Chachma Rav Kahas. Rav Chachma Rav Kahas. All of the other Nevi'im that Bnei Yisrael had were necessary in order to, in order to be Megala, to reveal the Chachma and Musa that we needed as a people to continue on living in a way of Tyra. Over time, Am Yisrael was slipping into a life of Rav Kaz. A Rav Kaz meaning a world where Hashem because Hashem is so hidden, because it is so difficult for a person to connect to Kaddish Baruch Hu, it's very, very easy for him to to forget the tachlis of his life, and as a result of that, to be machis Hakadosh Baruch Hu, to bring anger and wrath to Hashem as Baruch due to our forgetfulness and because of our failure to uphold Mitzvah Satira, because of the Rav Kaz of the world that we're living in that is so far from that ideal of Maimon HaSinai over the years it was necessary for Hashem Baruch to send more and more Nevi'im more and more prophets and more and more Chochmah that became increasingly necessary because of the Helam and the Hester of Rav Kaz. 
So we're living in a Metzias, we're living in a reality that's called Rav Kaz. There's much anger, there's much concealment, and as a result of the Hestapanim, there's much sin. There's a great deal of sin, a great deal of shikha, of forgetting, a tremendous amount of distortion. And the Dvar Hashem is unclear to us. And because of that, it became necessary, B'deved, so to speak, it became necessary to send more and more and more Nevi'im and Tzaddikim who would cry and who would beg us to return to the Dvar Hashem to help us understand what the Rebbein wants of us. But this state is not ideal. Now the Kain asks, I'm just reviewing a little bit, the Kain asks, how could it be that we would only need Sefer Yeshua? What does that mean? What about all the beautiful songs of Shira Shira, which is the great love song between Kuchibichu and Knesset Yisrael, which tells the story of Lechtech Acharai B'Midbar, that we just celebrated Pesach, and we read Shira Shira in Pesach. The story also of, of, of Matan Torah and the building of the Mishkan. Shirashim is not a book of, of Musa. It's a Mamasha love story, the love story of Ami Yisrael and Kavsh Baruch Hu. And what about all of the Tehilois of David Malkin Mashiach, of David Malk, Tehillim? All of the songs and the praises of Hashem. And what about all of the unbelievable insight and Chachma of Sefer Mishlei? And what about the stories of Sefer Shmuel and Malachim? which Reb Tzaddik brings from the Zohar College, how every single story that we find in Tanakh is not Stam, a Maise, a Sipur. There are obviously many, 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 many millions, countless things that took place, and they're not told, the story is not told in Tanakh, because every single word of Tanakh is Nitzchis, is forever, and it's to reveal the Ratzon Hashem, to help us understand the Ratzon Hashem. And the stories, as we learned from the Zohar Kodesh, are Levushim. Levushim. The Tipshim, the Zohar explains that the fools of the world become fixated on the story instead of, instead of entering deep, deeply into what the story means, which is to, which is to help us with our lives, to be able to see the Nisham of Tyre. To understand the Nisham of Tyre. So, there's so much more in Nach, Rab Tzaddik asks. There's so much more in Nach than just Musa, rebuke, admonishment, and so on coming from the Nevi'im. There's so much more. So what is the meaning, again, of if not for sin, if not for chayt, if not for the collapse of the ideal, all we would need would be chamishichim shetar and sefi Yeshua. Now we're learning inside, lekutim amarim, at the beginning, sefi Yeshua da'akdama, all those who attended the Shia Shabbos, who attend the Shia on Shabbos, have copies. But we're in Ois Aleph, the right column, at the bottom of the right column. Everything, everything in Tanakh is Torah, which is a lashon of lahayrais, of teaching and instructing us how to live. Regarding the future, regarding what's going to be in the future, when things will be the way they're supposed to be, and the light of the ideal will be shining brightly. Regarding that time, the Navi Yirmiya says, 
ולא ילמדו את איש עשר רעהו, ואיש עץ אחיו לימר דו עץ אשר. It will no longer be necessary for one person to teach another person, to tell that person, do with Hashem, to know God. Because everybody himself will know me. From the smallest, littlest Jew, to the greatest Jew, no Hashem. Because at that time, there will no longer be sin. Everything will be wiped clean. It will be a fresh start. And because of that, it will not be necessary for one person to teach another person. Rabbi Tzaddik explains, That when the light of Hashem will spread forth to all flesh, it will no longer be necessary for one to instruct another, to teach another, to hear Hashem's voice coming through somebody else. Each person will be able to connect to the Dvar Hashem in his own unique way, and to hear the Dvar Hashem, and to understand how the Dvar Hashem applies to him, how it speaks to him. Therefore, Psalik explains that we see in many places in Chazal. That when Chazal would speak of something from the Torah, when they would speak of a din that was derived from the Torah, they would refer to it as something that we received from the mouth of Gevura. Now, everybody knows that the Midas HaGvur, which actually right now, we're in the week of Gevur, today's the eighth day of the Oymer. So we're in the time of Chesed Shebe which is really what we're talking about right now. Mipi HaGvur, everybody knows, Gevur means Tzimtzum. Gevur means restraint, containment, Strictness, harshness, din, discipline, clarity. So Chazal, when they refer to a teaching of Torah, they call it Mipiha Gvur. The Zarah Kodesh says, Araisa misitra de Gvur Kaasya. Araisa misitra de Gvur Kaasya. The Torah comes from the world of Gvur. From the world of Gur. Bereshus bar elukim. As the Shemayim v'esarads. Bereshus bar elukim. And even though, of course, Hashem had to infuse reality with the Shem Havaya Baruchu, with the Midas Arachimim, but creation itself is a creation mipiha gvur. And the Torah is de and the world is a, a world that was created b'shem elokim, primarily b'shem elokim. Bracious b'elokim as the shemayim v'saretz. Absolutely explains why is this. Absalik says that those who understand Gvura knows. The Gvura means Tzimtzum. It means the constriction of God's light. It means that the world had to be created with the name Elohim, which is itself a concealment of the infinite light of God. Because were God's light, infinite light to be revealed, there could not be a world. So, Gevura means Tzimtzum. It means constriction, restraint, holding back. Heder Ha'or. Concealment of light. And as a result of that, Zamo Yisbarach al Yoshevay Sevil. 
there's the anger that we feel, the distance that we feel from HaKadosh Baruch who was a Kel Mestate, who was so hidden from us. He's a Gibor for holding back his light, which he would love to give us. But he's a Gibor for holding us, holding that back, and that's his greatest love, is that he holds back his infinite light in order that we would be able to exist and to make choices. That's really what Chesed Shavagavura means. Tzimtzum v'heder ha'or v'zami z'baruch al-yosh v'seva. You know, when you love somebody very, very much, even if the person that you love doesn't show any anger at all to you, but just is not shining his face to you, is not smiling, then you perceive it as being, as, as anger. You perceive that really there is a certain distance, but the distance is perceived as zam, as anger. So Hashem's constricted and hidden light is experienced in our lives as Zam the great anger that Hashem has with us. And because Hashem's light is so hidden, It's so hard for us, as I said before, it's so hard for us to continue on remaining connected to Him and to His will. And it's so much easier in a world that appears to be without God on the surface. It's so much easier for a human being to disappear as well. And to become completely immersed in Ra and in Chait. So as a result of all of this symptom and Heather, Hashem gave us the Torah. And the Torah is Megadaris as Adam. It creates boundaries. It controls. It disciplines man. And all the Torah that's added over the generations, over time, all the Torah that's added, the Torah itself, the purpose of Torah is to uphold man's dignity, righteousness, man's goodness in a world where he feels very distant from the Creator. So there, there needs to be more and more gidarim, more fences, more boundaries, more restrictions, more rules and regulations. As we get further and further from from hearing with our own, our own ears, I am God. As we get further and further away from that, and the light of Hashem's face, the Arhaponim, becomes more veiled and dimmed to us. If not for all of the Torah of the generations, Lulei Saroscha, we would not be able to continue on living according to the Ratzon Hashem. So because of the Ravkas, because of the great symptom of creation itself, and especially the terrible symptom, the concealment over the years of Golas, more and more terror was added. More Gedorim, more boundaries, more restrictions, more rules and regulations to control men, who no longer feels a natural connection to God and a natural desire to cleave to the will of God. Therefore, 
more and more unnatural and oftentimes uncomfortable restrictions and laws became necessary. But the Gemara says when you see a Talmachacham that he's on fire, the strength and sometimes the kahas that we perceive in the Talmud Chachamim and all of their rules and their regulations, all of their laws and all of their restrictions, the emesis, the fire of Torah that was given me pihagvur that's burning inside of these tzaddikim who long desperately to hear the Dvar Hashem and, to, and who want desperately for the Dvar Hashem to be heard by every single Jew and who want us to live according to the Ratzon Hashem. And that fire, that gvur is burning inside of the tzaddik of the Talmachachim. Arayse de Meraschele. Arayse de Meraschele. And as a result of that, Throughout the years, the Tamir Chachamim in, increase more and more the Torah, add more Limudim and more Musr and more Chachmas at Torah, and more explanations and more Svarim and more and more and more Svarim and teachings in Torah because of the great chaos of life and because we're so far from the ideal. It became necessary to add more and more and more and more Gidorim, Mochachma, Kamishamru ben Adorim, Ayn Shamirashi, Shemitoyach Kach, Enum Estapik Vidaya Bemesha Osur Torah, that because of the world of Rov Kast that we live in, it wasn't enough just to have what the Torah itself the laws that the Torah itself laid down for us. became necessary to add more and more fences, more boundaries, more restrictions, more gzeris, more takanas. Now we can understand the context of the maimer of the Gemara that this Hagdama begins with, what Rabbi Tzaddik is explaining. That if we had not sinned, if only we had not sinned, if only we had not forgotten Hashem, if only we had not fallen into the disguise of this world of Elohim, of Gevura, of concealment, of hiddenness, of anger, and the Gemara there in the Dharma is telling us how the whole need for there to be Nidharm in the world. What's a nether? A nether is something that doesn't even say in the Chumash. In other words, a nether, when it comes to Nidre Mitzvah Befrat, it means that a person who wants to remain Kaddish, who wants to remain holy and pure. But due to the terrible symptom of the life that he's in, and the head there, the concealment of God's light, the Torah itself alone is not enough. It's not enough for him. And then there is something that's not even part of Torah. And the person accepts upon himself. Have any idea the way that Rabbi Tzaddik HaKoyin lived? The life of that Tzaddik, especially in the young, in the earlier years, and the ad- additional restrictions and chumras and the dharm that the, that the Tzaddik took upon himself. This is not an ideal situation. It's because of chait. Il mole chotu. If not for chait, if not for sin, and if not for 
the concealment that it brings to sin, we wouldn't need anything more than Chamishi Chamisha Tair and Yoshua. Now we'll see why Chamish and Tair uh, and Yoshua. We wouldn't need any more than that. And the Gemara says, in the context of this Chazal that we're learning, the Gemara says that because of the Helem and the Hesta, the concealment, because we're living in a world of Rav Kaas, of apparent anger, a feeling of distance, that there needs to be additional Chachmah, Arkadekach, that there's a world that's called Nidaram, personal oaths that are made. The Yolov Chodla Chodla, on the second French page 8, Mishra Mishraim Chodlu Raigas, Loy Mishra Chodl Linder Chodl Miragas Vakas, Shaneda Nimshach Machmasai, Mitzad Midas Agvur Vakas, Shuha Yedezer Helam Oris Borg. What's the purpose of a nether? Rav Tzadik explained that the whole purpose of a nether is because of the Midas HaGvur of HaKaz. That due to the Gvur and Kaz of Hashem, the person lives in, in, in Helem Ur Yisbarach. The person lives feeling distant from the Ur of Hashem. And because of that, he needs to add certain nidarim and gidarim to his life to create an almost artificial sense of closeness and to provide barriers and boundaries that will prevent him from slipping into the abyss. So there will be more nidarim that come in a way of preventing oneself from preventing oneself from doing certain things that under their own the Torah permits. But if I allow myself to go if I allow myself to go there where the Torah permits, because of the Helam and Hester and because of the of what that Taiva can do, can then even though it's it's mutter, but where it could take me, where it could lead me, completely, completely away from Hashem. So the whole the homotzeus of a nether is a concession to the world of hate that we live in, to the bidi'eva that we're in, to the fallen ideal of ilmole chotu, if not for sin. We wouldn't need all of these extra books of Tanakh. We wouldn't need, and we'll see, Rabbi is going to explain in a minute, even the shiris and the tishbachas, we wouldn't need coming from outside of ourselves. We'd be able to discover that voice within ourselves. It wouldn't have to come artificially through the mouth of another person, which is all mipiagvur in such a way of concealment, not direct from within the person's own mind and heart. So there needs to be wisdom from outside of ourselves. And the person needs to accept upon himself all kinds of ndorm and gedorm that will that will keep him from drifting further away from the Ratzon Hashem. Shaneder nimshach machmosim mitzad midas agvur v'akas shoy dezehelam arizbach ketam Hashem tzilcha shepir shukata kaidmimzal v'gam ken v'medrish That Hashem is compared to the tzel, Hashem tzilcha, that a person feels far from Hashem and perceives Hashem as being far away from him. And therefore, Absalom explains, For this person, the Torah itself is not enough. But He needs to add more and more light, more and more light of Hashem. To find ways to add more and more light of Hashem. And it's in the context of that Gemara. After the Gemara tells us that it's due to the rishas of 
it's due to the to sin and evil is due to the concealment of God's light that makes Nidorim necessary then the Gemara introduces our Gemara of if not for the sin it would only be necessary to have Hamishi Chumshetar and Sefi Yeshua and Baroiv Chachma Roiv Kaz Vachakach Medaba Mikaz Vachakach Omer El Molay our Gemara that all of the ribui, the tremendous additional Torah that came to us through the Nevi'im, after Chumash, and then later on, Ksuvim and all the Balei Ruach HaKadosh, to all of the generations. Why is all of that necessary? The Rav Chochmah is because of the Rav Kaas, and the concealment of light, the Gevura that we're living in. And because of that, ain't die better. Because of that, it's not enough that we have the Torah. We see that the whole bris that Hashem has brought, Chazal tells the whole bris that Hashem has brought made with Klai Yisrael. And this is a major theme in Rabbi Sadiq's writings, is, is through the Torah Shabbal Peh. Rabbi Yeshua, not Rabbi Yeshua, Yeshua, our Yeshua, is the transition from Torah Shabbal to Torah Shabbal Peh. We're going to learn a lot about that. Yeshua is the beginning of of Rav Chachma. But yet it's different. It's still connected to Maish Rabbeinu, as we learned earlier, and we'll talk more about in a little while. But the bris, the covenant that Hashem Shabbat makes with Am Yisrael, and the reason that you and I are still Jews, is because of the Rebbe of Torah, of the Nevi'im and the Baderoch HaKadosh, the Tanoim and Amaroim, and all the Chacham through the generations. And therefore we see, there are human beings who believe in the Torah, who believe in the Old Testament, but they're far, far, far removed from Ratzon Hashem. And their lives are filled with unbelievable distortions, and strange mixtures of idolatry, of paganism, and so on. Even though they, even though they accept, they accept, they believe in 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 Torah, and that they believe it was given on Har Sinai. But over the years, there was never that reboy of Torah Shabbat Peh. There was no bris. There was no covenant that took place over Torah Shabbat Peh only with Am Yisrael, which is the pnimius of Bohabanu, Nashanoslan of Torah Samis of Chai Olam Not and the premius of Yagdil Torah of the increasing Torah over the generations. It's only due to the increasing Torah that we're able to remain Jews. Shugam Rebuy HaTorah Shalana Vimu Bali Ruha Kardash Umitsad Roiv Kas Fehelam Ha'or Ain Daibatur if not for hate, if not for Kaas and Tzimtzum and Gvur and so on, then it would be enough just to have the Torah. We'll get the issue in a second. It would be enough just to have the Torah. Which is an absolute necessary because of creation. the bare minimal instructions. Shal korchach helem betzarach l'tarim n'ashamayim. Of course, creation itself means that the bari olam, the creator, that the creator provides us with instructions m'nashamayim of how to live and what to do. There must be the Torah that Hashem, the light of Torah that Hashem brought into the world, the Chamishu Chumshet Torah. But ideally, the light of Torah would be enough to illuminate our eyes, to connect intuitively in the deepest, deepest way without having to hear other voices from outside of us. 
to be able to connect to the Ratzon Hashem and to live according to God's will. And in the future, the ideal is it will no longer be necessary for one person to teach another. Every single Jew on his own will be able to have his own Tehillim, his own Shir Hashir. The, the story of his own life, which is all Torah. The Shirei Shlomo, the Chachmos, the Chadayim, will all be coming from within the person himself. Vamu Sefi Yeshua, Ais Beis. So where does Sefi Yeshua fit into all of this? Vamu Sefi Yeshua. Kiamru the Major says Noitzet Teina Yochel Pirya is Medabe Bi Yeshua. Nimshlo Tarek Teina Yochel Pirya Pri Shotar Malchus Vesaros Ainsha. Let's look at the Majors, Those who have the Makar. Look at the Majors in footnote six from Bamid Baraba. Noitzet Teina Yochel Pirya. The one who guards the tree, the fig tree. Will eat the fruit. Medaba bi Yeshua. The Medrash says that this pasuk is referring to, is hinting to Yeshua. Shehu shimei says Moshe, who served Moshe Rabbeinu. Kamad etaima u'mishara sa Yeshua benun nar leyomish mitoycha oil. As it says that Moshe Rabbeinu was uh, Yeshua was the servant of Moshe Rabbeinu. He never left the tent of his Rabbi of Moshe Rabbeinu. Why is the Torah compared to figs, to a fig tree? Most trees, Hazayis, Agefen, and Tamar, and so on. Most trees, Nilkotim, Ka'achas. The harvesting, the gathering of the fruits takes place in one time. Unlike the Ta'ina, the figs that's gathered. In different stages, mat mat, little by little. The same when it comes to learning Torah. Today, you learn as much as you can, which is a little bit, and then you increase, you learn more. The Torah cannot be mastered, cannot be learned, cannot be grasped in one shot, and not in a year or two years. Mahu Yorchapirya. The one who the one who guards the tree will eat the fruit. What does that mean? Prishatara Malchus Vasarus means the fruit of Tyra, of royalty and nobility, of strength, of sovereignty and strength. Shunema Bi Melochim Yimlaichu Bisarm Yeshu. So this is a marshal of how to become great in Torah gradually. And the Medrash says, this is a description of the life of Yeshua. We see that Moshe and his own sons did not inherit did not inherit the position from him. They didn't receive the position of leadership from him. The Mokam of Moshe Rabbeinu, not Moshe Rabbeinu's children. Kamar de Taima, Kach Lachos Yeshua Minun, as it says in Pasik, that Hashem instructed Moshe Rabbeinu to take Yeshua and to appoint him and to give from his ruach to Yeshua and so on. The Shoimar Adon of Yechubad, and the one who protected, who guarded his master, will be honored. Ze Yeshua Shahi Meshamish as Moshe Biyom Belayla. This is referring to Yeshua, who, who faithfully served Moshe Rabbeinu day and night. Kamar the time as it says, he never left the tent. For Omer, Adani Moshe Kalayim, that when there was the challenge to Moshe in his leadership, on some level, through 
Eldad and Medad who were saying Nevuah. So Yeshua said they should be imprisoned. Lafichach. So he was Mekane. He was zealous to protect Moshe Rabbeinu's stature as the Navi, as the source of the Vashem. Lafichach kibde Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Therefore, Hakadosh Baruch honored Yeshua. Ma kovet also Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Lafichach kavam Yeshua. Lafnei Elazar kain yamlu. That because Yeshua so faithfully was Mishamish Meshur Rabbeinu, Hashem communicated to him through the Mishpat and because of his great loyalty to Meshur Rabbeinu, he was Zoycha for Hakadosh Nemar Vihiach Meis Meshe, Shein Tamalim Mishares Meshe, Lamanemar. Why does the Navi that we're learning now in, in Parak Aleph, why is he referred to again as Mishores? Lamanemar. Laimel had to teach us the Vishahayim Mishores Moshe Zochel Navuah. Because Yeshua was Mishores Moshe Rabbeinu, he bound himself to Moshe Rabbeinu. Zochel Navuah. Zochel Navuah. He was Zochel Navuah. Yehuba, that's what it means. Hashem was mechabed him with nevuah with ruach hakodesh. Back inside, umoish rabbeinu, umoish rabbeinu alav shalom shumakola chachma. The moish rabbeinu is the tree itself, the source of wisdom. K'moish amru of b'tera of b'chachma. Moish rabbeinu is that mid of of, which is Chachma, mother is Bina. When we talk about Yeshua more, we'll see, we'll understand that. Yeshua is Yeshua bin Nun, which is the Midah of Bina. Moshe Rabbeinu is, this, is the Makar Chachma. Moshe Rabbeinu is the Av, is the father. Yeshua receives, which is the mother. It's the Koach of Bina, bin Nun. It's the Koach of Bina, of the mother to receive, that receives. And through that there's fruit. Through that there are children. Moshe Ben is the father. Of B'tayr of B'chachma. is the Makar HaChachma. It's where it comes from. It's where the Dvashem comes from. It comes to us from Moshe Rabbeinu, through Moshe Rabbeinu. That's where the seed comes from. Of Dvashem. Of B'tayr of B'chachma. Avaloi Zochel Epri. But Moshe Rabbeinu was not Zeicher to actually taste the fruit. For the Paris. He was the tree. He's the Makar. Yeshua, the one who was guarding the tree, who served Moshe Rabbeinu, who was Mavatl himself to the R of Moshe Rabbeinu. Yeshua is Yeshua was the one who would be. Who would eat? Who would be zayich for the pre? Rabbi Sadiq explains, Moshe Rabbeinu is the ta'ina itself, is the tree itself. Therefore, we know, and we spoke about this a few weeks ago. It's at the end of all of Nevuah by Malachi. Therefore, the Torah is called Torah's Moshe. He's the makar. He's the source. Moshe kibel Torah misinai. And therefore we see, the Arizal explains, we find in the Gemara in a number of places, that when, that when, uh, when the Chachamu were speaking to each other, and one was complimenting the other, for having said something great in Torah, he would call him Moshe, Moshe Shapik Karmat. Moshe, you said, even though that wasn't the Chacham's name, but his colleague would say, Moshe, you said a good thing. You said something very good. Meaning that this is rooted in the Makar of Tyre, in the Makar of Chachma, in the Avla Chachma, in Moshe Rabbeinu. This that you just said. Because the ability that any Jew has any Jew who ever lived has to say true Torah and to understand the Ratzon Hashem, who nishmas Moshe ben Ha'alav Shalom, 
is because of the connection that every Jew has to Nishmas Moshe, to the Nisham of Moshe Rabbeinu himself. But the greatest connection that anybody ever had to Moshe Rabbeinu was that of Yehoshua bin Nun. The Mishorah of And Yeshua was for Achilles to eat the fruit. Now, what's the fruit? The ribui of the fruit came through our being in the land. And Yeshua was there to bring us into Eretz Yisrael. Now we're getting closer to an understanding of what that means. Of Sef Yeshua that it's defined as Ercha Eretz Yisrael. Al Hadoma Vaid Kama Psukim. Yeshua Zachet the Priyu, Kvisha Sa'aris. Yeshua and Lightsha Tenekidar Shom Shom and Menachakach Al Shemra Danavizah Yeshua Shishimus Amisha, Vuzachal Achilas Aprivu, Kvisha Sa'aris, which is the conquest of the land, that's the fruit. Shupri Hatira, the fruit of Tyra, the outcome, the fruit. Kameshnema, the Tachlas. Kameshnema, that we live in Eretz Yisrael as Jews, according to the Ratzon of Hashem. And that is what the Medrash is referring to, that Yeshua ate the fruit of Torah, which is Malchus and Saras, which is Malchus of Torah. Because of course, only in Eretz Yisrael would, would we be able to have our own Malchus. And only in the land is there a mitzvah to have a malach. Kemlucha biyachas el ha'aretz. And Eretz Yisrael is the place of malchus. It's the midah of malchus, is Eretz Yisrael. Well, zehoyo Yeshua klimuchan biyichud dugmas Moshe Rabbeinu al-Hosham The same way that Moshe Rabbeinu was created, custom designed for Torah, to receive from Hashem's mouth Torah, and the Torah is called Torah's Moshe. Yeshua was custom designed to bring us into the land, to reveal Malchus Hashem in Eretz Yisrael. Now we're going to see much more why that is. And therefore, Chazal tells us in a number of places that only Yeshua could bring us into the land. And if not for Yeshua, we would not have been able to come into Eretz Israel. Yeshua is himself the Kli, and the only Kli, through which we're able to, to become, through which we're able to enter into the land and to, and to become um, to become bound to that Malchus of Hashem in Eretz Yisrael. Chazal say in the Sifri that when Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, Hashem is very clear. He tells Moshe Rabbeinu that Yeshua, be Mechazek Yeshua, because he's the one that's going to lead the people into the land. And the Sifri says that. The Sefri says, the Reptile doesn't bring it here, but that Yeshua, after Yeshua had a Chalisha Zadas and his Madrega, after the 36 people were killed in Ai, in, in the effort to conquer that place, 36 people were killed. So Yeshua said, You know what? I, I really I can't do this. I don't want to continue. Get somebody else for the job to, to continue on in Israel. I don't want to. I can't. Aha, Hashem Lakim, Lom Hevart, why did you, why did you appoint me to lead the people into the land? I, I, I'm not successful. I won't be able to. I can't get somebody else. And it says, Vayoyma Hashem LeYeshua, Kum Lacha, stand up, get up. Lom Hazat Anoyfel Apanacha, why are you falling on your face? What do you mean you can't? 
What do you mean I should get somebody else? This is the Didn't I tell Moshe from the very beginning? Only if you, Yeshua, will lead the people to Israel, then they'll be able to come to the land. And if you're not leading them, they can't. Period. If you're going to be manchil them, you, you, Yeshua, you were created to do this. You were being primed and prepared, and you readied yourself by being the one who left, who never left the tent of Moshe Rabbeinu, who was the Mesharis Moshe, who was the Eved of the Eved Hashem, who was Mesharis Moshe, that you were zeichel to eat the pre, and the pre is Eretz Yisrael, and that's the purpose of your creation of Yeshua. Now through this, we're going to understand the Mitzvah Shem in the next year, this coming Shabbos and Mitzvah Shem, the relationship of Moshe and Yeshua, the sun and the moon, that Moshe is the sun and Yeshua is the reflection of that light, and how that relates to the pre, the fruit that we're talking about of the Taina. And how is it that Sefi Yeshua is the pre Hatara? And why is it that if we hadn't sinned, all we would need is Hamishi Hamshatar and Sefi Yeshua Bilvat? Why is that? And in, in and through understanding this, which we'll learn from Ratzadak, we'll understand the whole nature of the Navi of that person on our level of who Yeshua was and what's unique about Sefi Yeshua. And then everything that we learn in the Sefer will be understood in light of this great Gilui that we're learning from Rapsodic, which Bez HaShem are going to continue with this coming Shabbos.